Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. On the weekend when the greatest show on earth began, that is, of course, the 2022 FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 official name. Uh, also, there was a lot of sport that took place, and today we're going to pick the meat off the bones of the weekend that was local and international. The team is in the studio Mike Madod, uh, Chris Meadzi. We've got uh, Alois Bunjira and Shunta Fininika, our producer. My name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, Ulayo Chiefs, goalkeepers, coach, and Kosiazi expressed delight with his team's performance following Chiefs historic triumph as they clinched the Chibuku Super Cup trophy after beating Herentals in a fast-paced final at Barberfield Stadium yesterday. In international sports news, New Zealand rugby coach Ian Foster says the team felt flat after allowing England to grab a last gasp draw on Saturday in a game the All Blacks dominated for 70 minutes. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from Italy, Australia and the United Arab Emirates. And the second half of the show is the Castle Lager World Football Report and uh, it was Camels, Fireworks and acting legend Morgan Freeman as the World Cup kicked off last night with a vir- visually striking opening ceremony ahead of the tournament's first match where Qatar became the first host nation in history to lose an opening match following the 2-0 loss to Ecuador. England hammered Iran 6-2 in an emphatic World Cup opener thanks to two goals from Bukayo Saka and strikes from Jude Bellingham and Raheem Sterling before substitutes Marcus Rashford and Jack Grealish rounded off the route in the match that was played this afternoon. And the two favourites to progress from Group A, Senegal and Netherlands have just kicked off their game at the Al Tumama Stadium. Hi, I'm Jesse Creel, Springbok and Blue Bulls backline player. You are listening to ZFM Sports. Sure, so much to comment on. Let us know your thoughts. 0731-168-045. Lawyer Chiefs, let's talk about them. We can talk about England, uh, a route against Iran. Your thoughts on that. Whatever you want to talk about, uh, the platform is there for you. It is WhatsApp 731-168-045. We're talking about the Chibuku Super Cup in a moment or two. But first, a local sports news roundup. Chris is back. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Started with some rugby news where Zimbabwe missed out on an opportunity to claim their first Zambezi Challenge title after succumbing to a narrow 19-17 loss against Germany in an absorbing final at Harare Sports Club yesterday. Despite a courageous fight back in the second half, which saw them score two tries before co-captain Godfrey Magaramombe failed to score a last gasp winning try, the Cheetahs were outplayed by Germany who deservedly won the competition. Head over to some netball news. Zimbabwe's netball national netball team left the country yesterday for the 2020 
2022 Diamond Challenge in South Africa with coach Ropafadzom Tsaoki challenging the netball team to deliver. The Gems will take on South Africa, Scotland and President's 12th at the tournament which begins tomorrow at the University of Pretoria. And in cricket news, Zimbabwe all-rounder Sikanda Raza expressed his delight after joining Ranko Riders for the 2023 edition of the Bangladesh Premier League. The veteran is among five foreign cricketers signed by Riders for the upcoming edition of the T20 tournament. The official Facebook page of Rangpo Riders uploaded a video where Raza showed his joy after being picked by the Riders. Mike just deserves for his uh, exploits at the World Cup. Yeah, I think he's become a regular in that uh, particular tournament, uh, mm-hmm. so it would have been something of a surprise if he actually hadn't been selected. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Uh, season's over and the last bit of business on the green grass that needed to be taken care of was of course uh, the cup final the Chibuku Super Cup uh, final which took place uh, yesterday and Blayo Chiefs goalkeepers coach Nkosiazi Mwe expressed delight with his team's performance following Chiefs' historic triumph as they clinched the Chibuku Super Cup trophy after beating Herentos 1-0 in a fast-paced final at Barberfield Stadium yesterday a good crowd estimated that over 10,000 people came to witness the final and Arthur Musiwa uh, scored the all-important goal 7 minutes before half-time break. Uh, we caught up with Bulaio-based football pundit Muziwetu Hadebe and we asked him about the significance of Bulaio Chiefs' uh, Shibuku Super Cup triumph. Uh, it's a great achievement uh, for Bulaio Chiefs uh, for a team that came into the PSL uh, in uh, 2018, I think uh, they did well uh, to win uh, the Chibuku Super Cup. And I think it's something that uh, will inspire them uh, to push on and uh, fight even for more glory. Uh, they have looked ambitious, uh, spending a lot, and uh, they would want to continue with that. But uh, you'll appreciate that in the second half of the season, it hasn't been easy in terms of uh, their spending. Uh, the funds have not been flowing as they would have wanted. So this is a big uh, conversation for them uh, to lift uh, the Chibuku uh, Super Cup and uh, it will inspire them, I'm sure, to try and reach even greater heights. But quite interesting as well, uh, they lift the Chibuku Super Cup after uh, their foreign coach uh, left the club due to his work permit expiring. And uh, for Tulani Tutsmube, who also uh, beat Highlanders while he was uh, in charge in the quarterfinals and then also knocked out uh, um, uh, Rhinos in the semifinals. Uh, he has achieved uh, a, a lot. And uh, this was a big statement uh, to say that uh, give me this, uh, the, the, this job. And uh, we'll wait and see if uh, Chiefs will give him the job. He has been with Chiefs for quite some time, even from the lower leagues. But I think it was also a statement for him to show the football family what uh, he can achieve. See. Uh, Tulani Tuts Sibanda, of course, uh, championing the way for the Blaya Chiefs team uh, to win that trophy, beating Highlanders in the semi final, as Muzi said, and then ultimately winning the trophy outright uh, for a club that has been uh, having its financial struggles in the second half of the season and $75,000 uh, being the purse or the winning purse uh, for this tournament will go down a nice treat for Blaya Chiefs. Yeah, it's a, it's a good price. It's a good money. Uh, like you say, that uh, you know, financially, they, they, they've been 
having problems and uh, it's, it's it's always good you know uh, sometimes I think also as a footballer it doesn't matter how much money is on stack uh, or at stack you, you just want to win anything yeah you know, win I titles mean, that's yeah. why you play the game eh? yeah, exactly. I think these Chiefs guys will want the title and, and <laughs> money, <laughs> <The> money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when you haven't been paid in four months <laughs> yes. exactly. you want that's the money what it was. Well. that's what it was four months which is a long long time to to, to, uh, to wait but Chris as a spectacle the, the, the final was, was absolutely uh, a breath of fresh air I would say mm-hmm. uh, on the Zimbabwean landscape because we saw two teams that played open expansive football they both looked like they wanted to win it uh, and it was refreshing to see on in, a, in, a, in an environment where we see teams not wanting to lose rather than sure. going out and t- to try and win especially in a cup final and this this cup final meant so much to both of these sides Herentals who've made their own strides Bulawayo Chiefs almost trying to get out of the shadow of their Twitter account and so both of these teams had a lot to play for and it's so great that they were able to put on this spectacle because when this when these two teams reached the final it's kind of like okay you know it might be a bit of a drab yeah. affair but the fact that they managed to put on a show I think is so so important just in terms of what we can expect from the Premier League Yeah, the good crowd witnessed the game uh, no doubt the dollar price tag uh, assisted Mike uh, and and in truth it was a, it was a good strategy on, in terms of the, the organisers but really their hands were tied on the basis of the billing of the, the cup final in terms of the names like Chris is saying uh, but in truth in terms of the action it was well worth it yeah Barry we could say their hands were tied uh, but uh, you've got to give them credit uh, for actually acknowledging that you know what we've got to do something to make sure that we have a bit of a spectacle and uh, right. I was listening to uh, I think uh, a news piece that Alois uh, did uh, for this station uh, I think earlier in the day and I think uh, Alois you were talking about the fact that uh, players sometimes will raise their performance levels as a result of fans being yeah. in the stadium yes that yes. you know when there, people, yeah, yeah. When, when, yeah. when there are people there to cheer you mm. when there's an audience uh, audience there and we have seen yeah. that psychology even work with our children yeah. you know you, you get that extra uh, 50% from a child when you show up for a sports day exactly yes. uh, and they're yeah. able to give their all uh, I, I remember this one story of my little niece we had all thought ah, you know what Tadi she never liked long distance uh, races ETC and then one day they were having a cross country meet and we just went there as an entire family right. to, to back her up she came second Wow, wow. That's second what the because, because there was that adrenaline that rush, list, yeah. and because there were people who were standing yes. by the time, and we cheered her on, so and she came true. second. And the teacher was in absolute dismay yeah. because they were like, you know what, Tadi is the one person that we never <laughs> thought. Uh, the the bookmakers had not put any on. Always striving, <laughs> always coming last. So that same, I think, uh, a concept applies even to adults. Yeah even to elite athletes who are bound to perform better. And what we saw from Herentals and Bulawayo Chiefs is that, you know what, because there was a crowd there, mm-hmm. they felt mm-hmm. obliged to raise their game. Mm-hmm. There were also a various members of the Zimbabwe football family. Yes. And a lot of these guys, we talk about Bulawayo Chiefs not having been paid mm-hmm. uh, for four months. There are a number of players there who might be thinking, you know what, this is the game that I need to make an impression yeah. so yeah. that I can so move I to move. green yeah. pastures. Yeah. Yeah. The Herentals players as well, they felt that, you know what, this was a winnable game. So credit to the two teams, credit to the organizers as well for realizing that, you know what, if we keep it to the normal $5, $3, $10, $20 price tag, we're going to have 15 fans to back yeah. these teams. Yeah. So strategy together with the team's desire and the raised output made this a spectacle worth watching and televising for that yeah, And televising as well. And and just now to talk about the, the, the game in itself, uh, Alois, uh, you, you, you look at the two approaches of, of, of the teams, they both 
played in, with very fast transition. Um, the, the, but it always looked like Malaya Chiefs had a measure of more control than Herentals did. Herentals, it was it was it was very uh, hustle bustle. Uh, uh, it was it, it was frenetic. Uh, but it always looked like Malaya Chiefs was in control, and chiefly because of um, Tuozi Simsebe in in oh, the midfield, who was phenomenal, wonderful and then Perfect Chikwende, who in oh. my view is probably one of the most under underrated players in the country because yeah. he was fantastic. Yeah, Perfect Chikwende has always been a good player. To yep. be honest, you know, even by the time he left FC Platinum, went to uh, Tanzania, yeah. you know, he was actually doing well. But like you say, that I thought uh, uh, as well, Blower Chiefs were more composed. Yep. You know, when they have, they, they, they chilled a bit. But uh, <laughs> Rentals, they, they wanted, it. I think they wanted a lot. Too, wanted much. too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted too much whenever they had a lot of energy. Yeah. They were rushing things. They, they wanted, they, every time they get it, they wanted to, to have go a go. Forward, yeah. They wanted mm-hmm. to go. They wanted to have a go. But uh, sometimes football is not playing like that. Yeah. You need you need to take a break. You need to breathe. Sometimes <laughs> you need to regain your breath. Well, I think you, and make, play you, again. you need to yes. make the right selections yeah. as well. Exactly. I think yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. selecting Innocent Menza uh, to start that in game the final, at yeah. the tender <laughs> age of fifty yeah. was no, was, no, no. That that, was, that that for me was was, uh, was never going to work. It was a mistake. Uh, yeah. it, it was a mistake. And uh, <laughs> the problem is, by the time they rectified that mistake at at the break, the horse had long since bolted and left the stable. I thought. Tino Benza, who was coming from uh, that uh, soccer star selection, didn't do a lot to cover his name in glory, no, in truth. No. Uh, and then you also get Joao, who was, uh, as we watched there, the Dutch, uh, they, they've just fluffed uh, a chance there. Uh, Through on goal uh, and uh, some great defending from Sheikh Kuwate uh, as uh, the Dutch were burying in on goal. Uh, it, sh- it should have been a, an opening goal for them. Yeah, Oranya but, taking uh, on Senegal, as yeah. you can hear. But, but getting back to, to, to Benza, yeah. uh, I, I just thought. <laughs> you know what I, I thought I thought it was more, it, I, I thought it was more important for her rentals as a football club yeah. to realize that you know more than appeasing the ego of the owner this was about getting silverware, silverware your yeah. first mm. bit of silverware yeah. as a football club mm-hmm. and that's what Bulawayo Chiefs went out and did yeah. made sure that you know what they Silas, some of us, we've yeah. been calling them, you know what, social media giants. Yeah. They now have a trophy have to a show trophy. for yeah. all their efforts to say, guys, we are a club that's progressing. Yeah. And our progress is not just on social media. It's not just off the field of play as far as merchandising and some of the things that they've been trying to do, uh, commendably so, but also on the field of play. Yeah. We are beginning We're to win yeah. things. And you see, the experience of players like Elvis Moyo, I thought he was phenomenal. Mm. Uh, Madzongwe at the mm. back as well. He brought a lot yeah. of calm and a lot of yeah, the and that's, that's what yeah. Herentals was lacking. Yes. I, I know Innocent Benza is 50, but he's never but played he, these games. He hasn't, he's never no, played he hasn't, cup finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, that that uh, element that uh, Mike has brought up of, of the selections, you look at the semi-final, both Benzas left out for the semi-final and, mm-hmm. they, and they go on and they, and they prevail. Both Tino Benza and his dad, that's uh, weird to say, um, <laughs> Innocent Benza, being left out of the semi-final. So yeah. you could see that they, they could, they, they saw the value of having energy in the semi-final. Perhaps it could have been an idea to use in the final. Yeah, but I think that the novelty of him playing in the final kind of overshadowed anything organizationally. Uh, so I yeah. don't doubt that the recommendation or the decision was made but look when you're the club owner and to some extent some of this is all about ego 
I it then overshadows, and I think it's it's a it's it's a problem that sh- that is going to show up continuously for her rentals if it's not nipped in the bud now. Because situations like this will always arise in the club, and what matters more is it a particular individual who happens to own the club, or is it the organisation? Oh well, here in just for their efforts, uh, they walk away with fifty thousand US dollars as uh, the uh, losing finalist uh, purse. Uh, as we said earlier, Blair Chiefs uh, walks away seven seventy five thousand US dollars uh, richer. Uh, quite some rich pickings uh, for those two teams that did uh, the nation proud almost uh, in that cup final in the city of kings yesterday all right we'll take a brief commercial break then we're talking rugby from the front of the grid to the back of the net it's cfm sport international sports news roundup where the world comes out to play a brief update from the uh, Qatar World Cup, uh, the 2022 edition, of course, and it's uh, Senegal taking on the Netherlands. It's currently 23 minutes played and it's nil all. End to end stuff, uh, Senegal giving as good as they're getting, but you've got to say that uh, the Oranya of the Netherlands have the upper hand. Right, let's talk some rugby now. New Zealand rugby coach Ian Foster uh, says the team felt, felt flat after allowing England to grab a last gasp draw on Saturday in a game the All Blacks dominated for 70 minutes. Uh, Foster says he was surprised England did not press for the win, a sentiment echoed by swaths of home uh, home crowd who had booed Marcus Smith's call to settle for the draw. It was was a game of drama Um, and uh, you know to come away with 25 all draws probably something we're pretty disappointed with. I felt our first 70, we, we, uh, to me, we really played the sort of rugby that we want to get to. We were, um, we had a great tour and we were pretty determined to come to this game against a team that was very physical against us three years ago and, and we struggled to control the game line against and thought tonight we did that really, really well and put ourselves into a position that we we should have been a little bit better but um, credit to England the way they came back that card sort of galvanised them and um, and their performance in the last 10 is you know is, is worthy of a lot of credit Z alright so you're, you're, you've just got yourself back into the game you've, you've basically come back from the dead did England do uh, and uh, listen the, yeah it's hit 80 80 minutes and then the hooter goes off and you opt to kick it out to end the game as a draw rather than try and press for the win. Different win. <laughs> different Difference in mentality. Yeah, difference say. in mentality. And it's not just an, an old blacks thing. It's also something that's, uh, I think, rubbed on to the other Southern Hemisphere sides. So yeah. uh, the Wallabies, the Springboks, uh, the Pumas of Argentina as well. Uh, they have now taken it upon themselves that, you know what, uh, as long as the ball is alive, we can still press uh, for for the win, for the results, uh, yeah. as long as there's still a chance uh, that uh, you know what uh, that the game can be won, uh, they're willing to take a few risks in order to win, and we didn't see that from England. And uh, I, I, I'm just slightly disappointed in England uh, on a number of levels. First of all, the fact that um, for 70 minutes, I mean, they were hopelessly uh, outplayed, and yeah. I think uh, New Zealand got a bit lax. 
started making uh, a lot of errors. I think the, the New Zealand performance was error strewn. Mm, uh, mm, and mm. that's what uh, got England back into the game. And then, of course, that yellow card to Borden Barrett, which ensured that the All Blacks played the last nine minutes uh, yeah. a man down. That's what they took advantage of. Uh, and credit to them for at least being a side that's capable of taking advantage, taking advantage uh, of, of opportunities like that uh, and drawing the game. But when you take a look at what's happened over the last month, as far as these tours are concerned, I take a look at the European sides mm. and I, I, I'm seeing nothing there in what is quite easily New Zealand's worst season. Yeah. I'm seeing nothing there yeah. that poses a, a threat mm. to an improving New Zealand side and how New Zealand will look in 10 months' time come the Rugby World Cup. I, I can't see it, to be honest. Yeah. The Irish are a decent side, uh-huh. yes, but I don't see the X factor. I'm looking at the Springboks still as uh, the biggest threat to the All Blacks, the All Blacks as far yeah. as glory is concerned. Yeah, certainly. I, I'd, I'd agree with that sentiment. I, I thought the Scots were plucky and brave, yes. uh, but uh, they don't look like they've got enough to, in an 80-minute game, uh, get over the line, especially if it's knockout uh, rugby. Plucky uh, and brave, the, uh, but yeah. again, with the Scots, if you... If if you bring back Whitelock, mm. Retallick, yeah. and all those players to play Scotland, they get a hiding. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was only because of the changes and the players that they addressed for the England game that allowed Scotland to take advantage and make a spectacle of it. So mm. I think uh, the Northern Hemisphere for me is competitive, yeah. but I, I doubt. Maybe France. Maybe, Maybe France, France. On, on, and, on, and, a, on a day because they're hosting it. Yeah, and yeah. it'll be on the back of possibly a, a, a performance that's very attritional, uh, a very uh, uh, boring in inverted commas that, that gets them over the line. France, France has got a great opportunity in this. Yeah. The opening game of the World Cup is France versus the All Blacks. Yeah, there we go. That game either is an opportunity for them to lay a marker mm-hmm. and have a very confident tournament, or if they lose, yeah. then it becomes... You know, the doubts will just creep will in, creep in then, from day one. Yeah, and, and change their mentality. All right, back to the game uh, um, at Twickenham, uh, England taking on the All Blacks. And Mike talks about an improving All Black side. One of the areas that I certainly noted of major improvement is the defence of the of the All Blacks because there were times where England got into scoring positions and the defence was, it was controlled, yes. It wasn't frantic or frenetic mm. uh, by the All Blacks, but it was solid. And I think that's going to be one of the very key attributes of this team going forward when we've seen them falter I think it's been that wonky defense that's been problematic in this particular game we saw a very strong defense so going forward I'm hoping that those combinations will remain the way they are yeah, certainly so the all black certainly it's, a, it's uh, a bit of a conundrum isn't it mm. uh, Sam Kane is not there yeah. uh, mm. the best player on the park was uh, Dalton Papali Papali uh, yeah, his yeah, replacement yeah. What do you do? I mean, uh, as far as fetching is concerned, which uh, Richie McCaw sort of like uh, became a household name uh, for. On the back of that. Uh, he's a better fetcher than the, mm. uh, the, 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 the team captain. The key team captain. So, so, okay. I mean, that's one of the conundrums that um, the coaching staff at the All Blacks is going to be faced with. Yeah. And that who do you pick? But you're hired for, for brave decisions, aren't you? you, you, you but, you, but you've you got to make but, the call. But, but every time we've criticised Sam Kane, he's put in a man of the match performance. Yes, yeah. and, and so, he loves so he, 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 he still remains one of the best players. But I'm just thinking to myself that uh, Papa Lee, I think, just gives you something extra. Yeah. He's able to contribute offensively as well. Uh, and uh, Senegal have had a really good stretch here. Uh, nice five minutes for them where they put the Dutch under pressure. Yeah. Uh, camped in the Dutch yeah, half. Camped in the d- Dutch half. And... Yeah. Uh, I think this is the benefit, isn't it, Alois, of having so many players now who are playing in European leagues and yeah, playing for top, top teams. Mm. So in terms of their 
technical ability and tactical awareness they're just as good as uh, these European nations yeah exactly Mike that's why I actually put my uh, my hand up and say Senegal for me they are the candidates from Africa because they've got so many players playing in the top uh, in the top leagues in in the world they not just the technical ability they also have that confidence you know we play together Shamar. we we we, we meet yeah. all the time with we, these guys they're not over they're not overwhelmed by these guys are fantastic so so i think it, it it's it's a plus for senegal that's why you can actually see the way they are playing with so much confidence they can actually go and pin uh, the netherlands so i i like i like uh, what i'm seeing from senegal so far yeah, i like the look of them for sure let's wrap up our rugby with uh, the rest of the weekend's autumn nation series results uh, south africa too strong for italy 63 21 they caned them uh, and then uh, georgia getting a uh, surprise victory over wales 13 uh, 12 they prevailed brilliant results fantastic results 15 for years ago georgia yeah. wouldn't have been able to live with zim not a chance exactly and uh, look at how far they have come let's not talk about zim whatsoever uh, scotland 52 29 victors over argentina while ireland prevailed over australia 13 10. Uh, France 35-17 over Japan. Now a quick update. Ireland flanker uh, Josh van der Fleer was named Men's Player of the Year at the World Rugby Awards. The New Zealand fly half Aruhe Demand um, won the Women's Player of the Year award deservedly after helping the hosts beat England in the World Cup final earlier this month. Hi, this is Benjamin Luck. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in Italy where Novak Djokovic says there's no end zone for his career after becoming the oldest ATP finals champion as he matched Roger Federer's record six wins at the season-ending tournament. Experience triumphed over youth as a 35-year-old easily dispatched 23-year-old Norwegian Kasper Ruud 7-5-6-3 in Turin. Head over to Australia, Steve Smith made a class high-class 94 as Australia beat England by 72 runs in the second one-day international to secure a series win with a game to spare. The former captain shared stands of 101 and 90 with Manus Labuschagne and the host posted 280 for 8 before bowling out England for 208 runs in Sydney. Touchdown in the United Arab Emirates where double Formula 1 champion Max Verstappen has reiterated that his current Red Bull contract could be his last as he may retire age 31 due to the number of races he has and his desire to do other stuff. Verstappen won the final race of the season in Abu Dhabi as Ferrari's Charles Leclerc beat the Dutchman, Dutchman's teammate Sergio Perez to secure second in the championship. We're going to get into that proper on tomorrow's show. It's proudly brought to you by Zamoko. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. Barcelona Premier Soccer League, La Liga, Serie A, the English Premier League, the Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castles on the Castle World Football Report. Jogo Bonito, Tiki Taka, Total Football. It's a football celebration where only the best are invited. Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar. Benzema. The stars come out to play on your Qatar 2022 World Cup update on CFM Sport. 
Right, the exponents of Total Football are in action. Orange, the Dutch, they are playing Senegal. The Lions of Teranga, 36 minutes played and it remains goalless in that game. End to end, the Senegalese giving as good as they are getting and some might even be tempted to say getting a better off the action right now against the Dutch side that has got Memphis Depay, uh, one of the uh, all-time leading goal scorers on the bench. He'll be looking, of course, uh, to come on and make an impact a bit later on. We'll be giving you another update when it hits half a time. But let's take a look at what happened yesterday where it was camels, fireworks, and, of course, the acting legend that is Morgan Freeman as the World Cup kicked off with a visually striking opening ceremony ahead of the tournament's first match where Qatar became the first host nation in history to lose an opening match following the 2-0 reverse to Ecuador. American actor Freeman featured in the festivities alongside Qatari YouTuber Ghanim El Mufta. Let's hear a clip from Morgan Freeman's speech during the opening ceremony. This is all so new. All that I have known before was a land that seemed to be in turmoil with families and I stopped hearing your voice. Come on over. I'm not sure. Am I welcome? We sent out the call because everyone is welcome. This is an invitation to the whole world. I remember even after hearing the call, instead of seeing another way, we dismissed it and demanded our own way. And now the world feels even more distant and divided. How can so many countries, languages, and cultures come together if only one way is accepted? So the ceremony kicking off with the Oscar-winning actor Freeman narrating a video about football's ability to unite. If you throw in their South Korean pop star, Jungkook, who of course sang Dreamers, the tournament song, alongside Qatari singer Fahad Al-Kubaisi uh, at the stadium in Alcor. Chris, what do you make of the entire spectacle? First of all, just in isolation as an opening ceremony, then in comparison uh, to previous World Cups. Um trust the Emirates to bring God to the opening ceremony. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think it was a little bit different from other years and Mm. for that I enjoyed it. I think being able to put together the spectacle the way that they did with Morgan Freeman bringing across sort of they tried to bring every part of the world mm. into the opening ceremony very actively and I thought that was really cool. Um, again, different, so mixed reviews from the rest of the world but for me, I really enjoyed this one. Um, probably not as much as I enjoyed South Africa but again, relatability on that one. Yeah. Um, so overall, I'll give it a Strong seven and a half out of ten. Strong seven and a half. Very, you know, the critics on social media, for me, I wouldn't read too much into them because a lot has been made off this World Cup. Uh, Even before it kicked off, we saw uh, the campaigns, especially from uh, uh, the Western media, around certain issues, you know, the controversies, uh, the issues of uh, uh, the deaths of migrant workers, uh, and then the treatment of LGBT people in Qatar, ETC. Although things you know there's just been a different number of interests uh, and of course they would all be tempted to just paint this tournament yeah, 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 yeah. with uh, a very bad brush let's let's be honest uh, Qatar lost uh, in this World Cup 
long before they even stepped on the field and lost 2-0 to Ecuador. Um, they, they, they've, they've been losing and taking L's because of the, the, uh, the portrayal of Qatar and this World Cup by the Western media. And, and it's all been about those very subjects uh, that you're talking about. And I think that, in truth, this is a football tournament. And, and uh, I think it needs to be looked at in that almost microcosm. Yes, fine, we don't want to, we don't want to be playing a tournament on the back of, of dead bodies. Uh, but, again, those are unverified. So, do we want to talk about hyperbole or do you want to talk about what's happening on the green grass? What's happening now is that Netherlands is playing Senegal in a pristine, immaculate stadium that has a fantastic turnout. Yeah, it is a fantastic turnout. Anyway, let's talk, let's talk about the football, Alois, and uh, we saw Qatar uh, well beaten uh, by <laughs> Ecuador 2-0. And I think 2-0 actually quite flattering to the hosts because I thought they looked singularly inept. Uh, and uh, it almost took the glory out of victory. Uh, and Ecuador, <laughs> uh, they, 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 they could have really thumped this Qatari side. They, they, this Qatari side was poor. Yeah, uh, Mike, it was really bad. You know, I was very dis- disappointed. You know, that uh, Qatar, yeah. they knew that uh, this World Cup was coming to them in uh, like 10 years ago mm. or so. I think they could have prepared their team much better. What could they have done, Alois? Because, you know, uh, we saw, uh, we un- unlike, club, unlike club football, where you can buy the yeah. best. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they tried. I think they did. In, in this case, you you uh, got to work with what you have. It is yeah, what it I, is. I, I think they didn't do enough with what they have. Mm. Uh, to be honest, because you, you, a, a player, you you see a, a fit player when you when you look at the player, you know there was no conditioning of those players. Those players were not con- Those players were frail. Apparently, they, they've been in camp since June, and they're doing the wrong things. I, no. I suppose. <laughs> but is Mark, the issue I of doing the wrong thing, the, or that was the, their ceiling? No, that's their ceiling. No, Alois, I'm, I'm, talking, you know I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about looking at the player. The player was not conditioned. They, 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 they were frail. You need to see a player that is fit. You need yeah. to f- see intensity in the player. Those players were are, not. Are we, are we just one that 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 top class Spanish team that they had? With all that experience, may have missed it somewhere, Barry. Yes, uh, I, I, I think, the, the, the miss. Uh, look, I, I, that's what Alois is saying. So <laughs> I, I disagree <laughs> slightly. I, I disagree from a perspective that I don't think they had the quality. I think they, the, the quality could have been better. Uh, I think they had a few players who had the ability, and you could see that. Listen, a, a key marker is that we didn't see any any players pulling up with cramps. So I think they 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 were as fit enough to 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 withstand. But I don't think that they were battle ready, hard enough for match preparedness and this is why yes they were in camp but since june but they were playing friendlies they were they were they were in camp they, can they I, were, can they I, were okay, not, let me they throw this in sharp enough these are the, the asian champions chris so they do know how to win they have beaten yeah. decent nations before they're not mugs could it be the case of pressure Demands. yeah pressure, pressure. and it's the world cup opening match yeah. it's at home it's a full stadium we've never been here before massive global audience and mm. i think no matter who you are your nerves at that point are going to kick in if you're any kind of human being under that for the very first time the pressure and the nerves potentially just got to them because i i think it's probably one of the easier ways of explaining that kind mm. of a performance. yeah what about south korea they were in the same position south korea before. was helped by officiating one of the most yeah. scandalous World Cups and, and <laughs> yeah. never, yeah. Yeah. Uh, never want to hear about the World Cup 2002 but they were playing good football Mike give it, give it to South Korea they played they competed and, and, and I, this, thought, this I thought in this World Cup they gave Qatar a bit of a, a, a leg up which that one? opening goal that opening goal no, no, yeah. no, that was offside guys ah. no, 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 no it was in a different in a different 
different phase. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that was offside. Here's, here's the challenge. You know who confused things? Mm. It's the keeper. The keeper went ahead of the attacker because remember he was attacking the ball. So, so, the way so there was only defenders. one player. Yeah, there was only one player yeah. in defense. They so they always those are rules that there must be two defensive players behind the ball. Uh, Charles has got in touch and he says, "Hi, Team ZFM. Good show. Just glad that Qatar lost. They are so terrible. Not a football nation. <laughs> it was always a financial nah, decision rather than a football one. It's hard to retain World Cup, but France can do it again." And that, of course, message has come from Charles. Maybe we should ask the question, uh, do we think the Warriors would have beaten that Qatar side? I think so. I think we'd have a shout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, with our best you know, you know my, my biggest disappointment, Mike. I think my biggest let, disappointment is not forget we, we, we are the same warriors that uh, occasionally loses to the likes yeah. of Malawi and Botswana. <laughs> my, my, so my, my, so we, it's not like we're covering ourselves in glory. So I think this my, one, guys, you need to think it through properly. My biggest disappointment is the technical department mm. in Qatar. Because those guys, they didn't look like they were trying to do anything. They, the defending, they had the defending was bad. No, <laughs> if I may, no. if I may. You want, you want to see that you, you, you're, not, you're not good enough technically. But you, you, you're organized. If, if I, I, want, I would have loved to see a bit more organization. Than what, I, what, I saw, what I saw, what I saw of the of the Qatari team was that I don't think the technical team and the players realized how fast things would be happening mm. yeah. on the field of play. Mm. You could see that when the game slowed down, they could actually pass it a bit. They could they could play around. But when it became high intensity, intensity and, and they, they could they, they, they could. Jonathan Green says, "I beg to differ." Qatar probably did all they could. Remember, they are the Asian champions. So th- this is a side that I just think, you know what, like deer in headlights. They just froze on the biggest stage of, of all. And we've seen it happen, guys, to grander players, bigger players. Yeah. France, the world champions in 2002. At that same World Cup that you brought up about South Korea, what happened to them? They lost to Senegal in that opening match. And we're talking about Zinedine Zidane. Marcel Desai, Lillian Turam. We're talking about but the nah, best. But that's lo- lo- losing and playing. Thierry Henry. Totally Thierry Henry at his peak. But was but that that side going into so. that? But going into that game, uh-huh. you would have said that France will win this five 0 Certainly, five 0 It was not even about who they'll win. <laughs> it was about the thump Senegal. <laughs> it, it's, so, it's different, Mike. France it's different didn't, from... didn't freeze, and for me, yeah, I they think didn't freeze. Cut, they Qatar, lost. Froze and also, they've lost 2 0 to Ecuador. Is it a bad result? No, no, it's not a bad result because you're, you're also we're, that's to slight the ability of that Ecuadorian team because Ecuador is the is the only team, Yagao Mesera, uh, Argentina, and Brazil in qualifying. Style, elegance, determination, passion. Football comes alive in Qatar and on CFM Sport. Just uh, 10 more seconds left in the first half in the game between uh, the Lions of Teranga and Orange of uh, Holland. And it's still goalless. Uh, and uh, the uh, Senegalese side uh, sweeping forward here. Uh, they're looking for a goal. I think he's uh, indulged them a few more uh, seconds uh, as they look, of course, to get the opening goal. Good cross there, uh, but it's cleared. And I think uh, any time now, the ref will probably be uh, blowing for uh, half time uh, in this game between.
between uh, the Dutch side and uh, a very good Senegalese side and I, I do believe it's half time in that game uh, and it's been end to end action the Dutch uh, in fact it's not yet half time uh, it looks like he's uh, plucked out a few more seconds from somewhere uh, and he insists that a free kick for the Dutch side must be taken Nathan Ake uh, to Virgil van Dijk back to Ake and it is half time and to the referee uh, and, uh, <laughs> that's I, all he wanted and that's all he wanted <laughs> I, I hate that referees like that. Ake. Yeah, that pass from Ake to Van Dijk. Yeah, just blow the whistle, man. It's half time. So it, is, so it is half time, and uh, it's goalless in that game. But there was a game that was played earlier this afternoon, and England hammered Iran 6 2 in an emphatic World Cup opener, thanks to two goals from Arsenal attacker Bukayo Saka and strikes from Borussia Dortmund's Jude Bellingham, and of course, the duo of Manchester City. Uh, of Oh, uh, Raheem Sterling is no longer in Manchester City. <laughs> <laughs> He's at Chelsea. Uh, and then, of course, Man City's Jack Grealish and United's Marcus Rashford routed off the route. And uh, you've got to say that, uh, Alois, a pretty impressive start to the tournament by England. Six goals. It's not uh, very often teams score six at a World Cup. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually very impressive. And uh, they played good football and they created those goals. You know, they, they really made their intention felt. And I was also impressed by Hurricane. I thought that he was going to score a hat-trick in that six, but he actually turned out to be a provider, provider you know yeah. he, he actually uh, played the captain's role and uh, I was impressed with with England you know we might write them off but I think they can actually go far in this tournament jo- with the way they play Jonathan Green doesn't agree he says disappointed in Kane these are the matches where you build your tally Nah. He's obviously got his eyes on on, yeah, on, on just the race. About had, uh, had, for, for for the golden golden yeah. food. Yeah. Had, had Kane had Kane been more selfish, uh, the result would you have been could six. Have, exactly. It wouldn't have been six. Yeah. It would probably been four. Uh, so the the fact that he turned provider actually gave England more impetus. Impressed. So as yeah. a player, I think great. As a goal scorer, yeah, you'll you'll be disappointed. Uh, but his performance was good. Uh, Chris, uh, this is all about uh, the Black Brigade. And uh, listen, we don't need <laughs> including uh, we, Grealish. We, 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 don't, we, 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 we don't mean yeah. <laughs> And uh, Jack Grealish actually is... Uh, he's an honorary. Uh, yeah, he's an honorary. <laughs> honest, uh, be, being of Irish descent, uh, he is. And they do call the Irish the Africans of Europe. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, But this was an emphatic, I think, statement uh, by these young black players yeah. who we saw ostracized after England failed to win the Euros mm. and were verbally abused and, of course, abused on social media after yeah. they missed penalties. And just to think that the players that were actually the target of a lot of these trolls and guys who are abusing them, Raheem Sterling, Bukayo Saka and Marcus Rashford, all in on the act on the opening day. Oh, yeah, and it's such, a, it's such a major statement. But here's what's unfortunate about the British, or should I say the English audience. Mm. When they are playing extremely well, when they put in performances like this, they're our boys. Yes. And when there's a missed opportunity, then they disown them. And I think it's it, it can be especially disheartening for these players. And kudos to them for consistently showing up for this English side that sometimes literally just ostracizes them. And uh, Barry, you got to say that the English media is fairly consistent in that. Uh, Andy yeah. Murray, I mean, was all one of theirs. Whenever he yes. lost, he would be a Scot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the <laughs> British, British heavyweight. The, the, he was a great British hope. And then as soon as he lost, he was a 
Scotsman. Yeah, he was a Scotsman. Uh, and of course, uh, there is that uh, game that is being played, uh, like we said, at uh, halftime. Uh, it's Senegal in the Netherlands, Jude, uh, and it is goalless. Jude uh, Billingham. I, I wanted uh, to talk about Jude Billingham. Yeah. And, uh, he underlined, I think, his status. Uh, and uh, a lot of people who have been wondering why the hype, Barry? Mm. Uh, why mm. are people talking about Jude mm. Billingham Boy, if they um, watch this game? Everything good about England, especially in the first half and yeah. in the midfield, yeah. was coming through and from Jude Bellingham. What a player. And l- a let me tell you, uh, the, the heir apparent to Kevin De Bruyne, for me, yeah. is, is Jude Bellingham. He yes. is phenomenal. He's got the size, stature, athleticism. He's, he's young. Uh, he's still a teenager. And is that with the pressure? Uh, no, 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 you yeah. know what? I, I can, I, you know, nice. you, you can see. I don't, wait, I don't think he's, wait, got, the, he's got the range wait, of uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Wait, Mike, wait. Think about Jude Bellingham, still a lighty lighty at Birmingham, and then his move to to Borussia Dortmund, and then now how he's. He's matured into the player that we're seeing now. I appreciate the trajectory is 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 trajectory, but I I think KDB is uh, a generational player. I think Jude. I I think Jude Billingham is the last. The last. You know. Do you know who KDB for me is? Yeah. Uh, He's Gerard. The new Gerard. He's, he, you, you can't because I, yeah. I, I don't remember anyone. Do you know why? Yeah. It's not about how KDB just operates in the small pockets of spaces. Sure. But also that long pass. The, the yeah. long pass. It's the cross. Yeah. It's the goal. It's the goal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that ability. I don't see that in Jude Bellingham yet. I don't yeah. see Jude Bellingham delivering a cross from the halfway line right. or making that 40 yard diagonal. Uh-huh. He still doesn't have that in his, uh, his armory. I'm not saying he's not going to get there, yeah, yeah. but I just don't think he's that so, type so, of player. So, so here's my deal. He's not that my dynamic. Deal. My deal is that I think the he's a Scholes type of player. Nah, he's, he's I think a, he's, he's a level higher. He's a than level really? Higher. Yeah, he's oh, a level higher. No, than guys. He's, he's a level higher than Scholes. He's a more. He's a, he's a level higher than Scholes. Why is that? You know what? No, no, no. was more of a grafter and a destroyer. Scholes couldn't tackle to save his life, but my goodness, the ginger ninja when you gave him the ball. Scholesy was fantastic and I'm not nah, diminishing Scholes. the quality of Scholes. No ah, <laughs> he, was, he was fantastic. How he, quickly he, we forget. Uh, no, we haven't no, forgotten we're not Michael. We're not forgetting. I'm a Liverpool fan, guys. But yeah, we haven't you forgotten. Scholes was something special. But I'm just saying that what I've seen of Jude Bellingham, mm. both at Dortmund and in England colours now, mm. this boy is on a path to become one of the great ones. Mark my words. He's not, but guys, I agree guys. with Barry. Mark my words. He's on the right track. Scholes. As long as he, he's not affected by uh, uh, outside of football influences. Guys. Jude Bellingham is on yes, track. He has got the talent. Decisions, he's on track. He's got his, the deci- talent. his next decision yes. about clubs is going to be very important. Oh, shucks. I mean, hey, 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 hey. I, I'm just, yeah. Anyway, let's take a look. There's a game to be played tonight. <laughs> it's between <laughs> Wales. <laughs> and of course, that game is between Wales and the United States of America. As the stars shoot across the desert sky, the lions roar and the eagles swoop. Africa, we hunt as one. Scozy! Was not oh, good. Hey. No, we're not saying he was not good. Great. He was great, particularly outside the box. Uh, 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 in I, I, in I an attacking I, corner. I, I, I don't even uh, think uh, Bellingham 
Yeah. You should be comparing him to any of those guys at the moment. No, he's, he's, he's a, we're no, talking about a young star who we can see in five years' time where he can be. He's not there yet. Guys. We're not saying he's better than scores as he is now. We're, 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 we're looking, looking at, at the him trajectory. at the trajectory. At, 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 at where is he going to be in five years' time? He's a teenager. Hans, yes, yes. The fact that he's a teenager and we're looking at what about the 25? Hans, you guys are now sounding like the English press. Judy is nowhere near scores. I agree. We are saying, oh, where was scores at 18? Yes. Ah, but where was scores at 18? It, it, it doesn't follow, guys. Joe Cole was one of the most magnificent youngsters I've ever seen. Fair enough. Jack I, I Wilshire. Well, yeah. Jack Wilshire at 18. Yeah. That's, that, Jack Wilshire, man. Yeah. When he was 18, we were all saying, you know what? Here's the next Paul Gascoigne. Yes. We, we, yes. we, we always do that. So that's what and we're then, doing then, now. And then decisions. If, if it decisions. doesn't happen, I, then tough luck. I, I, I think it's decisions. Because Jack Wilcher's career path took a but Chris, very, those very are But Chris, those are Max Verstappen. You know, it's one thing to be a two-time champion, yes. Yeah. yeah. But to them to reach five... Seven. Six, yeah. Guys, there is no telling what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you've got the potential, yeah. but you've got to earn it for you to start saying, you know what, here's the next. Uh, because, guys, scores, guys, our scores was a marvel. But like, I think what's key here, like Barry said, is the decision making. Yes. I think a lot of what we see in terms of how a player then turns out, mm. it's these next sort of four or five years that are critical for Definitely. him and a wrong move can derail absolutely all of that Ralph, our friend in Poland says the next genius answer the pressure my one well Be- Jude Bellingham is hardly listening to ZFM sport at this stage no no no, no. but <laughs> Every we can't be tomorrow, the only people uh, talking about the, this. Every newspaper tomorrow in England is going to be talking is, about is likely talking about and, Jude Bellingham. And, and, and it does happen when my, you do, when my you do belief, well. My belief, you, know, you can't escape that. My belief mm. is the strength of character of that kid. The, the the what he's already demonstrated. Remember, this is a guy he left. He left Birmingham. What sixteen was he? Yeah. Uh, I think he was sixteen. Yeah. To join uh, to go to Germany, new country, everything, and he's been able to withstand the pressure of working in that environment. The, the so pressure is inevitable. Got, uh, if you're good, strength. you're good. He's, the pressure is inevitable. He's Michael 100%. Owen was in like worse him. pressure. Like he went on to excel. Mm. Okay, skulls. We said he can he can go on to be better. Better than school. He can go on to be better. Making it worse, okay? Yes. We are not saying he's better now. But he has got the potential to go on and be better. When we talk about English midfielders, I think Tegati, Gerard, gas going the scores. That's the Mount Rushmore. Would you say a Lamps? Uh, Lamps was, was for me a, a goal scorer. Uh, you, I don't put him in the class. A goal scoring midfielder. Yeah, I, I don't put him in yeah, the class. Yeah, they're, they're Chelsea, fans, into Chelsea fans love to put him in that conversation. Uh, he's no, not he's in not, that conversation. He's not. <laughs> he was nowhere near the ability on the ball. Uh, uh, I know. Nah, he, he was a phenomenal he, he goal scorer. Uh-huh. A phenomenal goal scorer. And work rate. Yeah, and work rate and so mm. forth. Uh, very busy player. Mm. Uh, scored. Uh, but when it came to just, you know, uh, the ability on the ball. Yeah. Ah, guys. Can I add one more name yeah. to that Mount Rushmore? Mm. What did? Gascoigne. Gascoigne. Gerard. Scholes. Scholes. Mm. Bellingham. Uh, <laughs> yes. And on that bombshell, uh, <laughs> we'll end. We'll catch you tomorrow. Uh, May God wish you bless. That's my story. And I'm sticking uh, to it. But Andy, uh, out. Uh, <laughs> and it's Messi.
It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that the arrogance think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.